Lord Jesus, we lift you up in this place this morning, Father, and we pray that as we lift you up, you will draw each of us, and even those around us, through us, to you. For that's the best part, Father. Just to sit at your son's feet. Let us do that this morning by the power of your spirit, we pray in Jesus' name. And all God's people said, amen, amen. amen. Sit down if you'd like. As we prepare our hearts for communion, I'm reminded of that scripture in 1 John 1, 9. If we confess our sins, he is faithful to forgive our sins and to cleanse us of all unrighteousness. Now, lots of times in scriptures, there's things that are basically the same thing said in two ways for more emphasis. He will forgive us of our sins and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. But those two phrases, though they are complementary, are not exactly the same. That he would forgive us of our sins speaks, I think, of those things that we've done. It's not sin, it's sins. So it's talking about those events of sin in our past. And, and when we confess, that's often what we do. We remember those things that we've done that might have offended God, and we ask for his forgiveness, and that's completely appropriate. But he will also cleanse us of all unrighteousness. And that's not so much something that we've done wrong. That's something in us that is wrong. That doesn't have so much to do with our actions as it has to do with our attitudes, right? And, and attitudes cover every, color everything for us, you know? Get that attitude wrong and everything starts spiraling downward. I heard the story of the grandkids that went to visit Grandpa, and usually in the afternoons he'd start to take his nap, and he'd kind of drift off into this deep, deep sleep, and they were always amused by that. He could sleep through anything. Start snoring the whole nine yards. So they, they took some Limburger cheese one afternoon when he was in one of those deep naps and decided to embed it in his mustache. And he woke up a little earlier than usual that afternoon, kind of annoyed by the stink. You know, he, thought, he woke up and he said, my gosh, it, it stinks in here. And the kids kind of snickered and he wondered what that was about. And he thought, well, I'll, I'll go in the kitchen, get away. He went in the kitchen and from the kitchen they heard, oh my gosh, it stinks in the kitchen too. And, and then in the kitchen he, he decided he had to get outside for some fresh air. So he goes outside the house, shuts the door behind him, walks outside and goes, ah, oh, the whole world stinks. Right? So sometimes it's not the world around us that stinks. Sometimes it's something within us. You know, sometimes the place to look for God's cleansing act is not just in this world that seems so wrong around us. Sometimes it's a little closer to home. So as you come this morning, would you be willing to offer to God that attitude that maybe you just can't quite let go of? Just hold it up to him and let him take it. That resentment that's hard to let go of, that, uh, that argument that you're still remembering this morning, because it only happened 15 minutes ago on the way to church, right? 
That, that, that environment that you're walking back to in school or in work or wh- wherever it is that you'll be going this week that, that just seems heavy with all kinds of emotions. Do you know there's no emotions in that room? They're all within you. Maybe this morning as we come for communion, we might think about not only confessing those things that we might have done out of sync with God's Spirit, but maybe where our heart is right now, something that we need to give to Him, something that we need cleansing from in order to be really free, not only to live as He calls us, but to reclaim our joy, to reclaim our peace. What stands between you and that? I heard not too long ago that uh, if you're upset with the hypocrites in the church, you know, maybe that's your beef this morning. That if ever you let a hypocrite come between you and God, you've just made them closer to God than you are. Hmm. Maybe there's something in us that needs his cleansing, that needs to be made right. Come confessing that he might cleanse it. On the night that he gave himself up for us, Jesus took bread and he broke the bread, giving thanks to you, Lord God, and he gave it to his disciples saying, take and eat, this is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And likewise, after supper, Jesus took the cup and he gave thanks to you, our Father, and he gave it to his disciples and he said, take and drink from this, all of you, for this is the cup of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so, Lord God, we ask that you pour out your Holy Spirit on these gifts of juice and bread. Make them be for us the body and the blood of Christ that we might partake of your grace afresh. As we offer our hearts to you, Lord God, would you cleanse them of of any attitudes that color our world, that stain it with our own perspectives. Father, cleanse us, Lord Jesus, that we might be free to offer your life through us wherever we go and whatever we do. We ask this in the name of your son, Jesus, who came for us all, who taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. The middle station this morning will have a gluten-free option if that's your choice. We welcome you to the grace of our Lord.